Congratulations! You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Kia ora, I'm Nico, and you're listening to the Radio 1 News Show. It is currently 31 minutes past 11, and we are going to move into our second pre recorded interview. So today is the International Day of Conscience, a day in which we want to discuss and actively promote a culture of peace with love and conscience in our cross-cultural communication. This day incorporates the Universal Declaration of Human Rights with the important point that all human beings should act towards one another in a spirit of brotherhood, which is super important. Now, I thought it would be very interesting and topical to incorporate the aims of this day with a recent study that has been released claiming that in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic, there has been a rise in anti-Semitism in New Zealand. The study highlights this rise of anti-Semitism, but it is, however, controversial due to its conflating of anti-Jewish and anti-Israel views. It is still important, however, to discuss it as it starts a much-needed conversation of respectful social and cultural communication and representation. To discuss the importance of openness and the stay, I interviewed University of Otago lecturer Anthony Elm, asking them questions in relation to this article and Global Day of Conscience, which is today. So everyone... Listen to the interview. Here we go. Kia ora. Today I am joined with Anthony Alm, the head of the Languages and Cultures program at the University of Otago. And we will be discussing both a survey that has recently been released claiming that there has been a rise in anti-Semitism in New Zealand in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic in conjunction with the International Day of Conscience and discuss why it is so inherently important to promote conditions of stability and peaceful cross-cultural interaction. Okay, just going to launch into the first question now of why do we need and why is it so important that we approach cross-cultural communication with openness and with love? Where do we start? (laughs) It is a big question. It is a big question. Yeah, it is a big question. Now, it's something that seems so, I think the difficulty is that it seems so obvious. Yeah. And we wouldn't find anybody that disagrees. Well, at least not in my circle of friends and, and I'm sure people around us as well. But between what we think is right and what happens in our daily lives is, is, is a huge difference. Mm. And I think many of us are not aware how deep those preconceptions actually are. So there might be little things happening in our everyday life that are actually not in which behave in ways which are not as neutral in quotation marks as we think we are. And I think it's really important not just to focus on those big events where we have the clear bad guys, Mm -hmm. but really more on our everyday interactions with people around us who are of different backgrounds. Because this, I think, makes a real difference in the end. Yeah. For sure. Thank you. And uh, just building on this, the task of constructing a space of peace in our communication with others, it requires such a comprehensive educational and cultural, social and civic understanding and action. And we have to give and share ourselves and be very open in communication and understanding others' viewpoints and backgrounds. So in regards to the survey about the rise of anti-Semitism in New Zealand and the appropriation of Jewish culture and symbols, how should we as a country or a community even within Dunedin, do you think, move forwards and understand this? I can't make any precise statements on that. Hmm. Um, But 
It's re- I mean, it's it's two things. I think really important that people are educated yeah. <laughs> about what happened actually in the Holocaust mm-hmm. and and the extent, I mean, of atrocities that people have been exposed to and have, I mean, I can't believe those things are even coming up in comparison. Yeah. Compare, comparing ourselves of being, having to stay for two weeks at home to living in a concentration camp. I mean, what kind of, how, how can anybody make this kind of claims? I mean, to me, it's, I mean, maybe being from a German background, that thing was, of course, being, I'm, I'm, it's very sensitive as well. Mm-hmm. But that to me is just, to personally complete ignorance and that should have alarm bells in our educational system that people are not actually know what's happening or what has happened. So that I think, so education, I think is crucial understanding and sending history. It's, and if it's the emotions that people have that lends, that leads them to use big words and big concepts and big historical things that happen. So mm-hmm. that might be a way of expressing that. I think it's just not Okay. Mm. to compare things that are just not comparable. There was a second part of that question. No, I just I just going like, back to that. Oh, no, there's A-OK. Just as yeah. well, within a community even of Dunedin or perhaps University of Otago, what are some important tools perhaps that we can use to analyse the situation and even extending it? What is important also because you're a lecturer in global studies and I loved your paper. <laughs> I <loved it>. <laughs> <laughs> so much as well, just about being open and listening with people. What are some key things that we can do as individuals? Well, I think the listening is is just so important. It's, it's really listening because quite often when we when we listen, we listen with the aim of responding mm. of and that as we do that, we might actually not listen that carefully because we want to match what we hear into our framework and how we can respond to that. But real listening, of course, means listening for things that we didn't expect and that we possibly don't have an answer to. So, and that is, I mean, it's something that is quite easily done. Well, I just listen, but that's really an art to listen to things that are foreign to us that we didn't expect and and digesting that. And of course, the more you expose yourself to people of different backgrounds and of people who don't think like you, the more that is being tested. So I think really important to get out of our filter bubbles, to talk to people who think differently, to go and talk to a wide range of people and even people who have different views of us and really expose ourselves because they have they have their point of view and that's perfectly you know, reasonable to them to think that way. But having that dialogue, I think, is just really important. Yes, the importance of being open and listening actively and not just doing it for the sake of it. That seems like such a critical tool in order to have a strong conversation and dialogue with those who differ from ourselves but deserve to be listened to and heard and understood. Thank you. And do you have anything else that you'd like to talk on or speak on on this important subject and day of international conscience i think really being aware that if we naturally if we left ourselves quite often we choose to be in company of like-minded people mm-hmm. because they nicely confirm what we are already thinking yeah and that's and that's re- that's that makes us feel good about ourselves so that's that's a nice place to be in but it's reaching out i think is really important but really reaching out and listening to others, I think that is just so important. And going beyond your comfort zone mm-hmm. and just questioning your own biases, I think is really important. Thank you so much. I think you hit it on the head. That that was great. Thank you so much. And it's a very important 
place to begin conversation, especially in relation to the current times that we are in and all those lessons which you've mentioned are super important. Thank you so much for joining me. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. Find more at r1.co.nz.